Hi everyone, it's Margot. Today I'm back for an episode and this episode will be a, a bit different because today I will have a very special guest. Hello everyone, I'm Curtis. I'm from San Francisco, California. I am a Chinese American born here in San Francisco and I do a podcast called The Infatuation Podcast and Margot and I have collaborated before, so uh, we thought we'd do one more, but this time on Margot's podcast. So thanks for having me. No problem. We're back. As you said, like previously, we made a podcast together on yours. We talked about decision to leave with you and Sabrina. Mm -hmm. And then I asked you, do you want to like talk about the drama The Glory? Yeah. And you were like, oh, why not? Let's do it on your podcast. So yeah, I think it will be on my podcast, but maybe it will be on yours as well, right? Yeah, probably. I, I have kind of a light week this week, so uh, it's always good to have another episode to fill in the week. So yeah, I think I'll put this on mine as well. So everyone out there, you're here listening to Margot. She does a podcast called K-Dramas with Margot out of France. So uh, yeah, thanks for letting me share your podcast, Margot. <laughs> so just... Uh, for our like listeners, I just want to precise that this episode will be in two parts. The first part will be without spoilers for the ones who haven't watched the drama yet. And the second half will be like more in-depth with spoilers. So yeah, for the um, no-spoiler version, we will talk about uh, the casting, the synopsis, our review without spoilers. Do we recommend the drama or not? And a grade out of 20 and then out of 100. For the American audience, <laughs> it's out of hundred, right? It's uh, yeah, it's different from France. Sometimes ten, sometimes a hundred. Usually base ten, though. <laughs> and yeah, that will be all for the no spoiler version. And for the spoiler version, we'll talk about the characters and then the scenes and our final review with spoilers. And maybe uh, we will talk about the OST if we need. So, Curtis, how did you like discover this drama, The Glory? Um, I think it just popped up on Netflix for me. I didn't hear any pre-release hype or anything. Mm. So yeah, it just kind of showed up for me and then I liked I liked the the premise and so I just started watching it. For the ones who like haven't watched The Glory yet, who haven't like heard about it, it's the it's a Korean drama of 16 episodes that was made in 2022 and 2023 uh this drama has two parts and it's available on netflix and it's a netflix production actually yeah for me it was pretty popular like we heard about it like maybe three months before it's it's release i think and the first part was like pretty much as i want to say it was like the same hype as uh squid game oh wow yeah, very popular. Like it trended like number one in a few countries for the next Netflix rank, you know, like top five, top three. Yeah. And it was pretty popular for the first part. And then the second part like was released three, two months later, I think. But actually when I, it was released, I was like, oh my God, I just want to watch this drama, but I can't like start it now. I have to wait because I don't want to be, sp it's not that I don't want to be spoiled, but I didn't want like to wait. Right. Right. Because I knew, I knew that they will like cut it with a cliffhanger and I didn't want like to do that to me. I waited for like a few months and then I started it and I finished it like in less than 48 hours, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did it separate. I did it in the fall. I did it by part one by itself. Oh, okay. And it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It was like maybe what, two and a half, three months in between. Yeah. So it wasn't too bad, but yeah, I could see where it'd be nice just to do it all at once in one shot. 
Mm. And I think for the people who are listening to us, um, I think that my opinion on the drama will be different because I watched it like in one go. Mm-hmm. The experience will be different for someone like, for example, who watched it in one go and another person will watch it like more two separate times. Yeah, I did need to refresh a little bit between one and two. Before two came out, I watched a little bit of part one again just to refresh my memory. Mm. So quickly, I will give the, the casting for the ones who haven't heard yet about uh, The Glory. Our female lead is Song Ye-gyo. I think you know her. She played in a few dramas. She's very popular. She's more like a veteran, I would say. She played in Descendant of the Sun, Encounters. And recently, she played in Now We're Breaking Up. And actually, for me, it's, I'm a bit conflicted with Song Ye-gyo because until now, I haven't like found any dramas that I like with her. Yeah, true. The Glory is my first drama where I really, really, really enjoyed uh, her as a female lead. Yeah, I agree. I, the only one I think I've seen, I've seen Encounter and um, Descendants of the Sun, which I, I didn't really love either of those. And, and her performances, yeah, I don't know. She fit this one better. Maybe this is her type, you know? Yeah, and I dropped Encounters yeah. <laughs> and I dropped Descendants of the Sun as well. And our male leads, because we have like kind of two male leads, but I will give the main one is Idoyon. Idoyon is quite famous as well. In uh, Hotel de Luna, it was one of his first like big hits. He played in Youth of May as well, Melancholia, Sweet Home, of course, 18 Again, and so many dramas. And I have to say that I have a weak spot for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's definitely coming up. I really like him, so... <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely coming up. Yeah, and we have a lot of good actors as well, but I won't give them There's, here because... They're not super famous. I think that yeah. it might be too much. Uh, for the Park Seung-woon, the bad guy, um, he played in a drama that I watched a few mo- years ago. It was... What was the name? It might be Psycho Pestarui. He played in a few dramas, but it was like his first main role, mm-hmm. I would say. And I would say that the casting is pretty great, actually. Even though it's not like big, big actors, it's still like veterans actors. Pretty solid actors, I would say. Very solid, yeah. For the villain, I would say, Im ji I didn't know her until until The Glory, actually. Yeah, the only other thing I saw with her was Money Heist. She had a, little, she had a smaller part in Money Heist. Oh, I... I don't remember her in, in Money Heist. She Where? came in at the end. She was the, her nickname was Soul. Ah, Soul. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I don't think I've seen her before either. Okay, I just made some researches and I just found out that uh, Im ji actually played in the drama Rose Mansion or Changmi Mansion, a drama that I really, really liked and I didn't recognize her at first. She was the female lead in Roseman Shen, and I really, really like this drama, and I really like her role. It's very funny because I've made an episode about Roseman Shen. I've talked on the podcast about Roseman Shen, but I, I didn't like realize that she was the one <laughs> that she was the one playing in the glory. Yeah. Anyway, just uh, a small fun fact. You know who I did like? Actually, I like the younger version of her, Shin uh, Yan. Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. She's she was really good in He Is Psychometric. That was a really good one. Mm. And she played recently in Revenge of Others as well. So yeah, pretty good casting. Uh, actually, the casting is like, you can say that the leads are pretty trendy on TikTok and Instagram. Like there is a lot of talk about um, Ido Yeon and the other male lead, uh, Tong Song Il, the husband of the main villain. 
<laughs> He's pretty famous as well these days. Pretty popular. Mm-hmm. So that's it, I think, for the for the casting for the glory. And I will give you the synopsis, even though it's pretty hard because I don't want to spoil you. That's true. So I will try to explain globally what the glory is about. The glory is kind of a revenge drama. It's a pretty popular genre in South Korea, actually. You've seen, I think, pretty much a lot of them. Uh, if I could like compare it, I would say that it's a mix of Eve, Penthouse. And remarriage and desires okay. available in Netflix. It, remarriage and desires is very, very good. I really like it. It's a very good drama. I haven't seen it yet. And I think it's a mix of the three. It's the story of our female lead, uh, Mundungun. Mundungun is a young woman. When she was in high school, she was severely bullied uh, until she almost like killed herself. And after a few years of being bullied, she decided to drop out school and started to work. And... As she dropped school, she decided to take her revenge and to plan maybe a 10-year revenge, kind of. Yeah, it's a long it's a long plan, yeah. Yeah, it gives me a bit of the vibes of uh, Park Seroi in Itaewon class. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because in Itaewon class as well, he prepared everything for 10 years, I think, or 7 years. Yeah. Before he gets his revenge. Like, every step was carefully think and, and planned. So yeah, this story is about our main character, Mung Dung, and we will take her revenge of um, different school bullies, five bullies, and she will try to get her revenge. And we will have as well two main leads, uh, Chu Yo Tong, played by Ido Yeon, we will be like, we'll play uh, a doctor who will help her to get his revenge. And we will have as well Ha Do Yeon, the husband of the main villain, who's played by Jung Sung Il. And yeah, it's kind of a basic Drama, I would say, is not something that's very different from the other of the dramas in the genre. I think. Yeah, the plot is pretty simple. Yeah, <laughs> they love revenge. It's <laughs> one of the most like popular like genre in South Korea for Korean dramas. I would say. Yeah. So where the difference will be more visible, I think, is in the acting skills. I would say, and the characters. Yeah, I and the plot is not complex, but there's a lot going on, and there's little pieces that are moving around. So, it's well done. It's a very it's a simple plot, but it's well done. Yeah, I, actually, I quite like the way um, the director decided to tell the story. We will talk about it later. But the the first opening scene, I really like the way he decided to introduce her background, the way he, he used the kind of um, her her imagination. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. To introduce the main villain and then to like, as an excuse to explain what happened to her. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much it because I don't want to spoil anyone. Yeah, we should we should warn people too that it's very, uh, very intense. Yeah. Like, I know my wife, my wife would not enjoy this. <laughs> Actually, I heard a lot of things about this drama and I was a bit worried when I started because some of my friends told me uh, that I should be careful because it was very brutal, I would say. Mm-hmm. And... When I started, I was like, oh my God, what am I going to watch? And yeah. after a few episodes, I was like, no, it's not that terrible, actually. I thought that it will be worse because I watched uh, Strangers from Hell, Tainan Jogida. I watched um, Somebody. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's more brutal than that. Okay, okay. At least for me, it's not as heavy as I thought. Yeah. But it's still, it's still heavy. Like there is like some trigger warnings, bullying suicide and stuff like that so yeah you should be warned that if you are a bit 
you, it's not your thing. You should just avoid this drama. It's not a network show in Korea. It's a Netflix cable only or you know streaming only for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that's pretty much it. We can directly go to the review without spoilers. Okay. So Curtis, what did you think about drama? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it it's very good. It's a very good drama. It's not for everyone. Um, like I said, I my I would not recommend it for my wife. Um, it, it was really well done. It it pulls you in. You want to know what happens. You want to see how it goes. I I love a good underdog story. So I love a story about someone who's lower on the social ladder, and then somehow she gets away. She gets her way up a little bit, or gets away over those that are. A little more entitled, so I, I enjoyed it. The plot moved well for me. I mean, like we said, there's not a whole lot going on, but a lot of moving pieces and a lot of ooh, I wonder if this is going to work out or not. So a lot of that, it's it's a little bit of a mystery. It's definitely a little dark, but yeah, very enjoyable in that sense. If you like a little bit of a darker drama, very enjoyable. And the performances, yeah, what can you say? Performances are really good. The whole the whole production, you know, Netflix just spends a lot of money, so <laughs> it looks great, sounds great, and the actors are great. So yeah, I would say it's very good. Yeah, I I agree with you. And you say that it was pretty dark, but at the same time, you have like a romance in it. Yeah, I know. You have like kind of um love, few love interests. Like the doctor and uh, the other one, I won't, I won't spoil anything. Uh-huh. And it's kind of interesting because it's pretty dark, it's pretty intense, and at the same time you have like some funny scenes or you have some romantic scenes as well. And I find it quite interesting, like the contrasts between the two. Yeah, I honestly didn't love the love line. Oh, you didn't like it? I I didn't hate it, but I didn't need it. It was kind of. Mm, I see. But then you have to, you know, you have to kind of explain why he's involved. So you need a little bit of something there. I agree. I think for the love line, and if we go even broader for some kind of interaction between some characters, it was a bit like forced, and it was like, okay, but when, how, and why? Mm-hmm. It's it's more in the cons for me. Um, for the pros, I would say for the good parts of the drama, um, I really like the drama because it's a very. I think it's one of the best in this genre. Okay. Um, because I I've watched a lot of them, like Penthouse, The World of the Married Eve. I watched a fair part of it, <laughs> and I would say that it's one of the best. Actually, I agree with that. It's not a masterpiece, but it's still a very very good drama, and I I understand why it's popular. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's definitely good. Yeah, because sometimes you hear about some dramas that are very popular, and when you watch it, you're like, okay, but everything for just that. <laughs> <laughs> This one is good. I wasn't disappointed yeah, because yeah. I, I had like a lot of expectation on, on it and I wasn't disappointed at all. So I think it's well paced. The pacing, it's quite good, actually. Um, like I said before, it was my first time that I really enjoyed her role. This kind of role really suits her, I think, more like revenge badass and stuff like that. I think, I think it's it's more like for her. The male lead, I can't be like yeah. impartial because I really like Hidoyan. <laughs> I think it was pretty satisfying, and I would say that uh, if we watch like all the dramas that she made and all her pairing, it's her best pairing that she had until now. Okay, there's quite an age difference, isn't there? Like he's 28, he plays someone who's a little older, I guess, in this because he's a doctor. But um, she was supposed to be what late 30s, and then in real life she's what 42. 
Actually, the age wasn't very clear because during the drama, they explained that Hidoyeon is supposed to be the Sombe, the older one, and Dongyeon is the Hube. Okay. At first, I was a bit like, okay, why not? But it was a bit weird at first. But then I thought, oh, okay, maybe Hidoyeon is supposed to play like some other character. But it was a bit, mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a little. It's not that realistic in a way that he's supposed to be the Sombe and she's the Hube. And for the bad thing about this drama, do you have some? Without spoilers. Without spoilers. Um, well, it's not not really... Well, okay, I'll, I'll think I'll save it for the spoiler part. But um, the only thing is, you know, sometimes I, I want to look into characters' motivations for doing things. Mm. And to me, I, I guess I... Maybe I just don't think people are that bad, but like for high schoolers to go to that level of basically torture, that that's you know we're we're getting into like psychopath territory, and and I don't know if I mean I've heard of bad bullying, and it, I guess it's based on a true story, yeah, a little bit. Oh uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But the director who had some. Yeah, so I, I guess I, the only thing that made me question a little bit is like, are they really that bad? But I guess I guess there could be. But at first, first couple episodes, I was like, what's with these these kids? You know, because I'm a high school teacher. For those out there, I'm, I teach high school for a living, and so I I see teenagers all the time, and I see bad behavior. But that level is a level I've never even come close to being. You know, that level of bullying is really extreme. <laughs> But actually, I think that for the bullying part, it's pretty similar to other dramas that you can find these days, like Weak Hero and The King of Pigs. Okay. Uh, that was at first a movie animation, and then it was like adapted in a drama. And these two dramas, uh, Weak Heroes and the, uh, the King of Pigs, are very, very brutal. It's kind of the same level mm. that you can find in, in The Glory. So I wasn't that surprised. I heard that like the bullying was pretty harsh in, in South Korea. That's what I heard. Yeah, I guess so. It, that's some of the things that you find in dramas are are not that far from from reality. I heard that from Koreans. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it comes. Bullying is a huge theme in dramas, so I think it is. Uh, it must be there. <laughs> I, I guess. Uh, for DP disaster pursuits. Mm -hmm. It's not for like teenagers, but more like bullying when you're an adult. Yeah, and it's very popular as well. Other dramas like um, in workspace, when you're an employee, and you're bullied as well. So it, bullying is something very, very present. I would say in Korean dramas, it's the hierarchy system. I guess there's kind of always a there's always system. But I mean, that's not a huge negative, I guess, because it has to be bad. It has to be bad enough for her to want to devote the rest of her life to getting revenge, right? So it has to be really bad. So I, I guess, I, you know, I went with it. I guess in my head, I was like, really? I guess wonder why they're so, like, what are they getting out of it besides a little bit of fun? But I guess to go to that level, I feel like you would want to be getting something out of it, you know? Like, she doesn't have any money, you know, she doesn't have... A history with them per se where they hate her because of that they just they just hate her because they hate her i guess and i i just don't understand the motivation for so much hatred for someone who's really just not bothering anyone <laughs> so yeah the bads are really bad and the good ones are a bit bad it's kind of pretty extreme actually because like the villain are like 100 percent bad yeah 
like really horrible people. For Dongun, we're supposed to be like uh, the justice and the good person. She's not that good, so it's kind of a bit weird. She crosses a line, yeah. She crosses some lines. Yeah, yeah. I agree. For me, like some bad parts, I think that because I've seen so many dramas in this genre, I think that it's a bit too predictable. I was like, okay, I know how it's going to end. Like the, um, the good will prevail and the bad guys will be punished. So I think that the drama is good because there is a lot of plot twists. We have to give it to, to the drama. But at the same time, it seems like there's no surprise. No real surprise. Yeah, a few here and there. Like, like the end result kind of turns out the way you expect. But at the same time, there were a little plot twists here and there that kept it fun. Yeah, true, 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 true. And something that bothered me is that the characters are overconfident on the outcome. Like, they know, it, okay, it's going to work. I know it. Like, on Monday, it will call you. It will call you. And then it will ask you this and that. It's giving me the impression that the characters already know like the future and <laughs> almost like they, they, they've read the, um, the the script yeah and it sometimes it pulls you off kind of because you're not on your terror like oh my god what's going to happen because they already know the first part is a bit predictable and at the same time the characters are overconfident so sometimes it's a bit too much for me i think and it's not as good as it could be i think failures might have give more realistic vibes yeah, maybe even the failures were kind of anticipated yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, in a way so it was kind of like okay it like she doesn't have the the resources of like you know the government or she doesn't have a lot of resources but she just masterminds things so well that it just works out but that's fine i mean it's like you said though it just maybe is the one thing that kind of was lacking is the the really big plot twists or the you know surprise Sometimes everything is too easy for her, kind of. The screenwriter needs someone to help us, so he will create a character just to fill this purpose. And then he will get rid of it or kind of put it away. And, and it's more like everything is easy for her, even though like they give us the impression that everything is hard because she's struggling. But actually, no. Like There is some character, we don't know why, but it starts to, to be smitten by her, but we don't know why, just because we need it, actually. Even though I really like it, I have to admit that some parts are a bit too like easy. I would say clean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They took they took the easy part, I think. <laughs> yeah, but again, you know, it's what you want. You know, in a way, <laughs> you want it to go well, but it's almost too easy. <laughs> and the the main villain, her name is Im Dion. I have to admit that in the first part, I liked her, but in the second part, I was a bit annoyed by her. Not because. She's bad, but the way she plays, it's a bit annoying. Like the way she acts, the way she smiles. Yeah. Even though it's it's like the identity of the character, it's just annoying because I, I don't like the way she, she plays. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I don't have anything against the, the actress, of course, but after so many episodes, like she doesn't ev evolve at all. Mm. Like there is no involvement for her. She's like stagnant. Well, one thing I one thing I did notice about her, and I I don't think this is a spoiler, but you know she does um she's not perfect, you know, like so she has moments where she breaks down because I I heard some other friends do a podcast on this episode and uh and they were kind of saying what they liked about it was that she wasn't a pure psychopath, right? Like when things didn't go her way or when like 
something terrible happened. She did react, at least. You know, it wasn't like a psychopath who would have no reaction at all. So I agree. It was a little over the top. You know, sometimes this drama got a little melodramatic. They were, I think they were able to keep the line of, okay, this is a serious drama and not a, not a goofy thing. But there are times when their reactions were a little over the top. But at least she had a reaction versus a total psychopath who might not have any reaction. You know, like she did cry. You know, she did worry about stuff. But yeah, it was a little, a little too much at times. I agree. Hmm. I think that her character could have been like way more interesting if they made her like more like a mastermind as well. Hmm. It might have been like more. Interesting and challenging. If she had like some some, how do I say that? There is no like real victory for her. Her comeback wasn't great. She had a little bit, a mini comeback, <laughs> but I think she just had too much to lose, and you know, so I think maybe she couldn't go all the way in. After like talking about all the bad points, people will think that I don't like the drama. But actually, you will see with my grade, I, I really like it. <laughs> I think we both like it. Yeah, I think we both like it. Yeah. Okay, so Curtis, do you recommend this drama? Yeah, I do. I do. If you like a good kind of revenge, or the underdog is gonna get their、uh, redemption, I, I like this drama a lot for that.、Um, it's not the perfect drama, like we talked about a little bit, but yeah. So you want me to give you a score out of twenty? Oh yeah, you can. You can. Okay,、uh, I would say. Let me do the math in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, out of out of twenty, it's for sure. Actually, let me do the hundred first, and I'll do the math backwards. <laughs> so yeah, in America, we go on the hundred point scale. So or out of ten, I definitely a a ninety, maybe maybe eighty nine, maybe ninety one, but somewhere in there.、Oh, okay. And so, what is that? That's pretty high. Yeah, it's really that's pretty high for me. Yeah. So let's see, divide that by five. <laughs> So like an eighteen, maybe seventeen or eighteen.、Mm, for me, it was like seventeen out of twenty, so eighty-five. Okay, yeah. Out of one hundred, yeah, we're pretty close. We're pretty close. Yeah, for me, I would recommend the drama. If, as Curtis said, if you like this drama, if you like the kind of revenge, Eve,、uh, the world of the married and stuff like that, you will definitely like it. Uh, the overall quality is pretty good. The acting is good. If you like Song Hye-kyo or Lee Do-yeon, you will like the drama because I think that they kind of shined in the drama. For Song Hye-kyo, for sure, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was her yeah. best, 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 best drama so far for me, at least. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. That this, a lot of people think this is her best one, and I agree. So good for her. Yeah, you sent me recently like a post that she will be like in the new drama. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the drama. Do you remember the name of the drama? Oh no, I don't remember it. Yeah, someone mashed up a picture of Song Hye Kyo with her shoulders exposed and her beautiful arms with uh, uh, Han So Hee. So Han So Hee from My Name, or of course other dramas as well. But that's the one I remember her from. But yes,、yeah, so they're gonna pair up and do a drama together. So. They are, yeah. They they look great together. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because they're both a little known for kind of these moody roles. So I I expect it to be very moody and very um. So I, I we gotta look up the name of it. I don't remember the name, but I I was excited to send that to Margot because I was like, hey, look, new drama. So she's got. I I think this drama definitely helped her career, 
and it's going to lead to some more roles for her. So that's good. Yeah, I heard that it was more like a mystery crime drama. Okay, yeah. About two women involved in like a, a, a murder kind of. And so he is supposed to play like mysterious woman, something like that. So I'm, I'm kind of interested in this drama. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it'll be great. We can continue with the spoiler version for the people who haven't watched the drama yet. I recommend you like to pause this episode and to watch the drama and then to come back here because we will spoil and we will go in depth. All right. So we can get started with the characters if you want it. Sure, sure. Do you have any favorite characters or characters that you liked? Um, What I liked about the, the villains was that they all had their own things going on with each other too. I really that was, that was my favorite part, I think. So you had kind of this hierarchy between the villains amongst themselves even. And so I think I I don't remember their names, but you had the main the main woman and the main guy. They're they're both rich and they're both from wealthy families and they kind of rule the other three. So there's three women, three girls and two boys. And so the the main two guy and the girl they're kind of a kind of an on off couple as well, but they they kind of rule the whole bully clan too. So I really I really like the interactions between the bullies and how they end up just screwing each other over, you know, like and really really ruining each other's lives as well as like they they should be unified, of course, against their common enemy, but Dun. Like she uses their fighting against them. Like she is able to sh- rip them apart and have them in fight. I really like that part of it the most. Yeah, ruling by dividing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How about you? What was your favorite part? For the characters, one I think my favorite character was Toyo Jong. One of the episodes she called him the sweet psycho. Okay. The doctor. I think it w- he is my favorite character so far. I really like Dongun. Actually, but mm. as I said, I really like uh, Idoyon. So I think the doctor was my favorite one because he's a bit mysterious and he has some like conflict in a way that he can be very cute. You will trust him. Yeah. So I, I kind of like his character, like the sweet psycho, and I really like the romance. Actually, I was pretty a big fan of it. I heard like some friends and on TikTok pe- people talking about like the the villain. So Park Seung-un, the biological father yeah. of Im Ji-yeon daughter. I heard like some people saying like, oh, I really like him. He's very, very handsome. And even though he's bad, I still like him and I want to like appreciate him. I had no empathy for for the bad characters, like for the bully. <laughs> like no compassion at all. Yeah. Yeah, for a minute, for a split second, I was kind of on the side of the stewardess. She was the one of the bullies, the one who... um Jung, she plays the flight attendant. For a minute, I was on her side, and then she. But then, yeah, but then it got worse and worse. But I, I, she was the one that they said to her, they go, "Hey, if it wasn't for Dongun, we would have bullied you. You know, you were next on the list." So I, I kind of felt sorry for her for a minute, but then she's also a terrible person too. But for a minute, I was like, "Ah, oh, she's not bad. I, I wouldn't mind her if she came out okay." <laughs> And even the the husband, I didn't like like him. Even though like he's not that bad actually. Yeah. I wasn't able to have any empathy for Lee, but because because some people like were shipping Mundongun and Hadoyon. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. 
together and I for me no it wasn't working because I knew that it was like a bad a bad thing is you can't you can't do that I didn't buy on it for me he yeah he actually came out kind of looking okay in terms of he he picked the right side you know <laughs> he could have supported his wife but he realized how bad she was <laughs> eventually he realized when Mundungen asked him like you should like leave your your, your wife he said, no, I won't. No, I heard that too. I heard that people wanted, they kind of liked the scenes that they had together. And he seemed to like her a lot. But yeah, that would have been weird. <laughs> that would have been too weird. Yeah, actually, I had some problem with Hadoyan uh, husband because what I didn't like is that he started to like like her from the first moment he saw her. Without any reason, he started to like like her. Like the first time they met, of course, there is like love at first sight. Yeah, I, he he did say that he was interested in interesting people. You know, he likes to learn. But yeah, it was a little fast. It was. <laughs> yeah, but still, I think it was it was a bit a bit forced. Like they created like Hadoyeon just so that Moon Dongun can have like someone who can help her. I wasn't able to pinpoint why did he like her, what kind of relationship like they had. And how, how he viewed Dongun was it more like a love interest, yeah. like a friendship, like pity? And then, you, yeah, you don't know, how could he be married to, to her for 12 years and not see anything? Because she's that, she's such a scumbag, you know, that... I agree. Like, she said, we dated for two years and were married for 10 years. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't know. I can't believe that he was, like, married for her for 10 years and didn't see anything. It seems a bit weird, actually. It does, Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I don't know. What what were your favorite parts of the of the drama? For the part one and part two, I think that I preferred part two. Okay, yeah, it moved it moved a little better. People who watch like separately first part one and then part two tend to prefer part one. Hmm. And you? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if I have a clear preference. I thought part two moved a little better, is a little faster, more happened. Mm. But part one is you know the the interesting background. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I can pick one of the two parts, but I actually, I think I would have liked to have watched them all together. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think the experience is different. Yeah, like I said, the main villain, Jion, in Jion, not a big fan of her. Even though I really liked the drama, I, I wasn't a big fan of her. Like, at first it was, like, pretty interesting, but then it gets a bit... Annoying, yeah. Always the same way she plays, always the same sentences, always the same smile, the same tones. It's it's always the same. It gets off my nerves after some episodes. I, I've never really seen her before either as an actress, so I don't have much to compare her to. But yeah, I, sh I thought she did fine with the role, but I don't know if the role was written interestingly enough for me. Like I would have liked her to have a little bit of a comeback yeah, a little more, more behind her besides just screaming and you know, like just getting mad and being rich. Yeah, <laughs> as a villain, main villain, I think that she could have done better. I think because uh, I can't my I can't help myself to compare uh, with another drama with a good villain that is uh, Why Do We Sleeping? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This drama is the best villain of in the history of Korean dramas. If you know, you know, because I really hate him from, from my soul. <laughs> <laughs> and because of this role, I, for years, I... You can't watch him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't able to watch any of his drama. And, and now I, I like him more because he, he played in Eve. And I really like him in Eve. But for years, I wasn't able to watch any of his, his drama because 
like while he was sleeping was pretty intense. Yeah, it was like well, like we, I think we talked about it already. A little one-sided, you know. Like team team Dongun was so good, <laughs> you know, it almost almost wasn't fair fight. But you know, they had wealth on their side, and they had you know they had a little more resources on their side, so that you figure the evil side could have could have come back a little better than they did. Mm, right, but for the a real bad character, I would say my favorite bad character was uh, Park Sungun. The real dad. I think he was very, very, very bad until the end, and he wasn't that predictable. I think. Yeah. In contrary with Im Jion, he was more like explosive character. So you didn't know when, when, where he would kill someone. Yeah. Or threaten someone. He was. I think he is the best villain. Yeah. Among he, the five. And I wasn't sure how it would end with him because you know, she wasn't really coming after him very hard mm. until the very, very, very end. And in a way, I, I almost thought he got off a little too easy. Like I wanted to see him blind, you know, and and mm, stumbling through life. Too fast. Yeah, he got he got away too easily. I thought he got off too easily. Meaning, like if he was blind or you know in in the car crash, maybe he was in a wheelchair. That would have been I felt poetic, more poetic, you know, than shoved into concrete or something. And I think it was a bit cruel for Song Myung-ho because he had like the worst. Uh, punishment. Yeah, <laughs> he died. Yeah, but the others, like one is in prison. Oh no, Park Seung-un died at the end. But right. I think it wasn't like very equally divided. Yeah, I mean, Sada just goes to jail, right? And then one is blind and dead. The other is like mute. Lost her voice. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it can't all be even, right? But uh, it almost like like Jejun got off a little too easily. <laughs> Shoved into concrete, like he only suffered for ten minutes, and then he got shoved into concrete. And I, I guess, are we presuming that it's the dad who the the other guy, the CEO? The big plot twist: Hadoyan killed. I think it's him because it's the same tie. So I think that he's it, wearing a tie. Yeah. But why they choose to only show the tie? At first, I thought that it was his lawyer. Uh huh. But then I saw the title. I was like, okay, so. But I think it was out of nowhere. Yeah, how would he know that he'd be stumbling around, <laughs> or was he driving the cement truck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. When he's in a construction site, so it kind of makes sense. Actually, it makes sense. But how would he know that he would be there, though? <laughs> I think it's Dongan. Okay, so they left it open, but yeah, I guess he had to get he had to die because. If he was alive, they'd always be like, "Oh, I'm the real dad," you know. Or... Mm, but I think it was a bit of the out of the blue that Hadoyan was supposed to be kind of the on the good side, and they choose to make him a killer as well. So I was a bit surprised. Yeah, it it tied up everything almost a little too well, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I agree. But it was fun. It's a fun ride, you know. Even if you debate about it after, you you still enjoy it. You know, it's still a fun ride. Do you have any characters that you want to talk about? Just that I, I would like to see more um, uh, Shin Yeon. I'd, I'd like to see her in more stuff. Like she was only as as the teenage version uh Yeon Jin. She, uh, she was only on for a little bit. I always like seeing her, so I wouldn't mind a little more of her. And for the younger version of Dong Eun, I really like her as well. Yeah, she was good. She looked really helpless. <laughs> oh, she, she played in Parasite. Oh, the daughter of the ri- of the rich family. Oh, that's her. Okay. She played in Duma to Service. I don't want to spoil you, so I can't say which role she played, but... Yeah, no, she was good too. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me for the characters. I really liked the doctor, the sweet psycho. <laughs> okay, then we can talk a bit about the scenes. Do you have any things that you want to talk about? I like the way that they they kind of strung it along. Like you kind of guessed who the murderer was of uh, Sohi and um, and Myung. You could kind of guess who the murderer was, but they kind of strung it along a little where it was um, a little in doubt, you know, but then you see the actual murder scene. I think they, those are done pretty well. Like mm. Both of the murder scenes kind of... And in a way, it it makes uh, Yojin not seem as evil in a way. Like they're semi-accidental, but then at the same time, not accidental. You know, <laughs> like the ultimate... In the end, she's responsible, of course, but uh, but you may it made her out have a little bit of depth where she's not just totally a murderer, though she did kill people. You know what I mean? Like she didn't plan on either of them, but but she did end up killing them. Yeah, but until the end, she denied. She denied. Yeah. Even though she did, she denied. She refused, like, to accept the fact that she killed people. So that's why, as well, I didn't like her. But it, in a way, it's a good because it's a good villain. She's like terrible person till the end. <laughs> yeah, no, she's she's awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you like those scenes though? The the way they actually carried out the deaths. What I remember the most are the more like the funny scenes, like the scenes when the doctor received a message from Dongun and he throw his phones. Do you remember? He's working and he receives a message for the for the first time after a few months, and then he started he started to to scream. He's like in the office oh. and he throat. <laughs> oh, because because he was texting her for months, right? Yeah, and he yeah. started to say, "Oh, is she married? Oh no, don't tell me she's married. Oh, she's divorced, right?" <laughs> that was, you like that scene? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it's it's kind of it's cute. Yeah, yeah, but it's a funny scene. It's pretty rare in the drama to have funny scenes, so you kind of enjoy them. Yeah, there weren't. Yeah, there weren't. weren't a lot of light scenes. Yeah, when she says that she, he's not her type. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, "No, it's not possible." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you know. I guess, I, like I said, I, I didn't really need the romance, and you know, they didn't. But it was fine. It didn't bother me. It just wasn't wasn't totally necessary. But um. One scene I did like the cliffhanger scene. So for you, it wasn't really that much of a cliffhanger, but uh, so when when uh, um, so when Yeonjin go, breaks into her apartment to Dongun's apartment, and then the husband is there. That I like that scene. I like that scene because it was kind of like uh, when I saw this scene, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so grateful that I didn't watch like in two parts." Yeah. <laughs> I'm not patient enough to wait for two months <laughs> to to watch the. the <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you had it easier than me. I was like, "What's gonna happen?" You know, like. But what was interesting. Yeah, it was. I thought it was a well played scene where it wasn't like super dramatic in the sense of like um, the reaction once it happens. But it was kind of like, oh dang, you know, now it's on. I felt like that was when Dongun really got the upper hand. And you can tell she was pulling strings. A scene that I really like is when uh, Dongun shows her scars to the doctor for the first time. Mm-hmm. I really like this scene. That was, yeah, that was, 
you know, Netflix is doing a little, showing a little more, you know, now it's yeah. like a truly R-rated drama. Not that she showed that much, but that was a powerful scene. And and I think she lost a bunch of weight, right? Because she wanted to look pitiful. Mm. And I think she said, yeah, she said she didn't want to look pretty at all in that scene. So she wanted to look kind of emaciated and a little bony, you know, like mm. so that she didn't have curvy like look really curvy and attractive. So I think that was really powerful and, you know, it's pretty revealing for a high a high level actress like Song Hee Kyo to, to take off that much clothes is kind of a, a, a level that you don't see all the time, but uh is really powerful. And she knew that scene was coming, so I think she prepared for it. Yeah, that but is but they made it you know, I think that making him a plastic surgeon was, you know, very well thought out because he's not shocked by scars at all and so you know it was kind of it was a touching scene in a way yeah what you thought the final outcome yeah i mean i think we kind of talked about it a little bit it was a little too clean you know everyone got a little <laughs> a little justice served to them i did kind of like though that she she kind of wanted to walk away and even maybe end her life and and just be done with it because she did say that once she gets revenge, then she can finally die. But then she was convinced to live, which was kind of nice. So it wasn't super clean. It wasn't like the ultimate like fairy tale ending in a way. Mm. She, you know, clearly is still damaged a lot. He, him too. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that I didn't like it, but I found it a bit too rushed is the fact that we waited like the last episode like the last 30 minutes to talk about uh, the doctor's background we've waited so many episodes and only like the last 30 30 minutes we started to talk about him and his revenge we end the drama with just them holding hands and getting their revenge but we don't see the revenge so it was like we could have just progressively showed his story yeah and we don't see the revenge at the end. In the end, it's only them holding hands. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, we should we should have done it like more progressively, like episodes step by step, just a few seconds by episodes, just to show that there is some background, there is some progression in the background. Yeah. Well, I think I guess they were just trying to show that they were surrounding this guy. You know, like they're coming for him, and that they were gonna be all over him. Yeah. And it made me like question, will we have like a season three oh, with yeah. his revenge? I don't know. I don't think it's that complicated, right? They're just gonna <laughs> But it might be interesting to 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 like watch them getting their revenge because I think that they could have like just showed it. Could you get eight episodes though? I don't think you can get eight episodes. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think they show I I guess they were just maybe just taking the easy way out and didn't want to write it too complex and just kind of show that, oh, look, we're coming at you from different angles. You know, we've got people to beat you up during the day. And then we can, you know, she's going to work at the prison too, I guess. You know, and it's kind of open ending. He didn't suffer enough. <laughs> yeah, he didn't die at all. <laughs> yeah, we need more suffering. <laughs> and it wasn't transferred because uh, Dongan asked for a woman to like transfer the, um, the bad guy and we didn't see that yeah. happening actually so it was like introduced in the last 30 minutes but in the end even though it was introduced like they didn't pursue the um, the question and they just left it here and yeah 
Just figure out. <laughs> What do you think of、uh, Yeon Jin's last scene where the other inmates are like, hey, give us a weather report? And then she stands up like a Barbie doll and kind of does the. That was creepy, yeah. But she's crying, you know, a tear comes down. But it's because, like, she,、uh, Dongin promised her that she will, like, live in hell. Get her bullied, yeah, live in a bully life. Yeah, so she gets kind of a karma in a way. I almost wouldn't mind seeing her with a black eye or something, you know, like just physical too, you know? Maybe. But I, yeah, it was, it was creepy. It was kind of like, oh, dang, she's in a world of hurt. You know?、uh, and I heard that, I don't know if you heard about that, but I heard that there is like some kind of a scandal about the director. Oh, I don't know. Who is accused to bullying a bully. Oh, really? Yeah. When he was in Philippines. In high school? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, it, it, the news like. Was released a few days after season two, part two. It's, we don't know if it's really the case, but it seems to be the case because he said that actually he tried to get revenge for his girlfriend, but the other part said that it's not true and stuff like that. So it's kind of ironic to have like a director who makes a drama about bullying <laughs> and was a bullying as well. So it kind of explains the brutal scenes, kind of. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so the overall ending I thought was good. I thought it was, it was you know, tied, it tied things up pretty well. Like maybe they could have tied up his revenge a little better.、Mm, I agree. But it's an happy ending. Yeah, basically. Everyone wanted that. So, And I find it quite interesting because these days we have more and more revenge dramas. And in most of these dramas, we have like kind of a question around justice and. The place of justice.、Uh, is it good to get your own revenge? Is justice very a thing? Do we have like, to trust in justice in law? Or do we have to take our own revenge? And you have many dramas who are like, talking about how revenge is the better way.、Mm. Like Vincenzo and, and dramas like that, Penthouse, Eve. And it's kind, of, it's kind of surprising because we are like, in countries where we are like, ruled. By laws.、Mm-hmm. We have to obey by laws to law. At the same time, we have like Korea, even though like they, they have laws and, and stuff like that, they still make dramas about like revenge and getting your revenge and that the justice is just like useless and you can't trust justice and everyone is corrupted and stuff like that. For 10 dramas that you have about revenge, eight of them will talk about like how revenge is a good thing and only two will talk about like justice <laughs> is a good thing. No, it's true,、uh-huh. it's true. It's very rare to、yeah. have like dramas、um, who put justice first. Where, this, where the system works and you know, people get caught. But yeah, it seems like more often you have to take it into your own hands, I guess. Yeah, yeah.、Like、taxi drivers as well is about that. What did you think of the, the story arc from the Ajima? She played the, the helper. I think it was a bit forced at first because she. The main character needed someone to help her, but with time, as the episodes like, started to go on, I, I, I started to like her actually. Yeah. But the end was a bit unrealistic because she has Dongun to kill her,、um, her husband, but even though he died, she was still aggrieved. I, I thought that she would be like, happier than that actually because she asked Dongun to kill him. So she was ready for the outcome, you know? Yeah. But maybe she just. She's just feeling alone. But then at the last, she got the text saying, Hey, I need a partner. She got super happy about that. That's why. That's why I thought that there might be a season three. 
I think that when they wrote the script, they were thinking that, okay, we are doing two seasons, but if it works, we will give some in, some clues so that we can continue for season three. But if we don't have any season three and, and the drama is the drama doesn't work, we'll still have a good ending. It was more like for them, like an open door, I think. Okay, maybe. I wouldn't mind, but I, I don't know where they go. Just that one dude, the one prisoner, he's already in jail. <laughs> so. Now he can't run away. <laughs> they could do psychological, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's left. Or maybe they become a team, like a taxi driver kind of team where they they work for other <laughs> taxi people. Taxi driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and did you like the music, the OST? I, I didn't pay too much attention to it, to be honest. Uh, did you like it? Yeah, I really liked it. Um, actually, I recognize one of the music. It's not a song, but it's more like an instrumental one. And it was like the same artist who made the OST of Devil Judge. Okay. A drama that I really like, like and I really like yeah. the OST. <laughs> so I recognize the artist. Like from the second I heard the, the music, I was like, oh, it's you. I know it's you. Some vibes of Penthouse as well. So I really liked the, the, the OST. It was pretty great. Okay, I got to go listen to it. I got to look it up. Is it on Spotify? Yeah, yeah. Everything is on Spotify. Okay, I'll look it up. Yeah, do you have anything that you want to add about the glory? Um, no, I haven't done. A, you know, to be honest, I haven't done a lot of research in the behind the scenes or or fan theories or anything. So, you know, as as a standalone, just watching it without listening to a lot of other people talk about it. Yeah, I liked it. It's not one I think I'll watch again. I don't need to watch again. Yeah, me too. I won't watch it again. What do you think about the uh, the nudity and the you know this the graphicness of it? Did, I didn't need it to be honest. It wasn't really necessary. <laughs> like it was interesting. The first scene they kind of blurred it, and I thought, okay, you know, it's still still Korean drama. But then, yeah, then they, yeah, I don't know. I was a little taken aback. It was. I guess I haven't watched somebody yet, so I know somebody is what much more graphic. Yeah, somebody is is more, and we have another one that's called Hit the Spots. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you heard about this one? I did. I haven't seen it yet, but everything is short. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know movies. I know the Korean films do it. Yeah, it's pretty different. Like the standards are different between dramas and movie. Dramas is more like family, family content, so you can't show everything. Whereas movies are different. You can show more things. It's it's allowed to show more things. Yeah, so Netflix is kind of in between. It's kind of. Before, I mean, it had it had a little bit more, you know, like My Name and, and DP was showing a lot more graphic violence. But I felt like this was another level that Netflix is going there. I, I guess with somebody, too. Somebody for sure is. I guess we're going that way. It's like cable television in, in America, you know, like they they do it all the time. But it, it was something that I wasn't that used to, I guess, watching a Korean drama. So, yeah, a little different. And the language, yeah, the language is pretty... Oh yeah, something that bothered me. I forgot to talk about that. She's Tion. She spends her time cursing, and it's very annoying. Because when I studied dramas, I didn't understand Korean, so it was okay to her like curses. But now that I, I understand Korean, it's too much, way too much. She's cursing all the time. Another reason she annoyed you. <laughs> it's still great. Like seventeen out of twenty and eighty-five out of twenty out of hundred is pretty good. But it could have been like ninety five. <laughs> if... Yeah, yeah, there was a, there was a little bit of room. I thought. Uh, did you think it ever got a little melodramatic and a little, you know, to the soap opera level? Like Penthouse. Yeah, <laughs> Penthouse is the is the king of of <laughs> melodramatic and and drama queen. Sure, Sky Castle. Yeah, yeah. Not that much. It, 
except for the Jiung, that was a bit annoying, as I mm-hmm. said. For the rest, I think it was quite good. It didn't pull me off at all. Yeah, uh, it didn't pull me no, off. It, it was. It didn't cross the line, but it got close for me a couple times. You know. Yeah, always like flirting with the red line. <laughs> Yeah, getting a little too cheesy or melodramatic, you know, the villains fighting and stuff. But uh, but yeah, no, they made it seem so, mostly realistic, I guess, in how if you had these kind of terrible people, I guess that's how they would act. But yeah, it was it was pretty realistic and not over the top. Okay, do you have anything that you want to add before we end the episode? I haven't talked to that many people about this drama, so it's good to good to share my thoughts with someone. <laughs> so thank you again for accepting my invitation. Sure. Yeah, I apologize to your listeners. I don't speak French, uh, so sorry about that. <laughs> you have to listen to English. <laughs> no problem. But it's good for me so that I can practice and do more episodes in English because I kind of like it, but my English is a bit rusty. Oh, yeah, you you don't use it that much? Yeah, I don't. So yeah, I think that's pretty much it for The Glory. I hope that you like it. I hope that it was an interesting episode for you. Don't forget to leave a comment on Spotify if you listen to us. There is like a comment section. You can find it just by swapping. I think that's pretty much it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.